0: in tight and leave on the light. Hold on. It's story time. J.J. Villard's Fairy Tales Congratulations. Premieres Sunday, May 10th at 12.15, only on Adult Swim. I don't give a Alright, who are you? I'm Pan Pizza. Who are you? Oh, what's up? This is J.J. Villard, creator of uh, J.J. Villard's Fairy Tales.
1: For somebody who doesn't know who you are, what would you recommend them watching besides the Fairy tale show? Um,
0: geez. I mean, I, I've done, I've worked on a lot of things. Uh, my first film I ever worked on was Shrek 3. Oh, then man. I worked on Shrek 4, Monsters vs. Alien, Peabody and Sherman, Trolls 1. I worked on Uncle Grandpa, um, fucking Secret Mount for Awesome. I, I, I don't know. I've worked on – and then I created a show called King Starking. Of course. Um, which won an Emmy. And then I I created another show called uh, Trap Universe, which was a pilot. And then I created this show. Oh, yeah. Amongst a yeah. lot of other uh, freelance – I, I just can't think of it right now.
1: Yeah, like I was watching uh, the fairy tale show and, um, like it feels like, uh, you really understood, like, I don't know, it feels easier to follow than King Star King, which I
0: I really loved King Star King, but this is, yeah, it, seems, it yeah. seems like you learned a
1: lot of, the, a lot from that, I believe.
0: Yeah, yeah. That, that's, I'm glad you picked that up. I, I, I mean, yeah, a lot of people wrote in the comments, uh, this is an acid trip. And the funny thing is, <laughs> I've never done acid, but, um, uh so I was just like, fuck, why do you think this is an acid trip? This is just normal. This is like just what's going on in, in my mind when I storyboard and and, and draw. So I, I really push myself to uh make story um and, and its clarity the, the the number one thing in with the show.
1: Yeah, it just feels like you put in everything in there and it's just one of those things where it's like it's funny, but I can't explain why it's funny. It's just odd, like the walk cycles. <laughs> the lack of walk cycles. Yeah.
0: Yeah, there's just like, uh, I mean, with the look of the show, uh, it, it's deliberate that, um, uh, you know, I know a, a lot of the audience isn't aware of all the techniques that we put into to cartoons, but I can let you in on some of them. It's just that the, if you have something charming looking and, and, and cute looking doing vulgar shit, it's, all, mm-hmm. it's already kind of funny, you know, <laughs> so that's kind of a part of the method of, of what we used to um make fairy tales as funny as we could
1: how would you explain this show to someone who's never watched it
0: well i mean i guess i would say uh you know Grimm's fairy tales have been told um a hundred thousand different ways uh and this i think is by far one of the most bizarre and and strangest uh way to 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 tell the age-old Grimm fairy tales stories
1: yeah. Like, is this like an anthology series? Like, each, is each episode going to be different from each other?
0: Yeah, each one is different. There's no reoccurring characters. I mean, we have the Force Critters that are like reoccurring, but um, uh, pretty much no, none of the characters are reoccurring, which is amazing because, you know, with having no reoccurring characters, uh, we only went three weeks over schedule, which is mm-hmm. insane for a first season of a show. And not only that, we came in under budget. Hmm. And if I knew we came in under budget, I would have used that extra money to throw a fucking insane party. But uh, (laughs) quarantine happened and I got fucked of all that money.
1: Damn. I mean, (laughs) is there any like method to any this madness? Like, is there any rules you you follow?
0: Yeah, I mean, standards and practices have some very strict rules. Uh, Once we started, they told us three things. No religious jokes. No sex jokes and no jokes with farts and throw up. What? So, yeah, as long as we paid attention to that, we were okay. I mean, there was only a little throw up. I mean, because uh, what's the name? Um, Geppetto. Uh, gelato is what we called him. <laughs> um, Pinocchio's dad was an alcoholic. So, yeah. uh, you know, when you drink a lot, sometimes you have to throw up. So that was just part of a character. That wasn't really a gimmick that we're trying to, like, make people laugh with.
1: How is Farts and Vomit too hardcore for Adult Swim?
0: It's not that it's too hardcore. I I just think that it's it's been done uh. and done and done and used so many times. I think Mike Lazzo, the creator of Adult Swim, was just sick of seeing it, and mm-hmm. uh, I don't blame him. Um, it, it, Look, my writers were a little pissed when I told them these are the rules we have to stand by. And they're like, well, how the fuck are we going to do a funny show without any, like, religious and sex <laughs> jokes? But, uh, you know, if you look at Ren and Stimpy's first and second season, the limitations on that show are just profound. And that show turned out so funny. Um, and I, I think with those limitations, you know, you find new ways to be funny.
1: Mm-hmm, true. Like, is there any other stuff that you weren't allowed to do?
0: um i mean well yeah there's like there's like the typical list of things that you know no nudity um no uh just you can't have uh feces Uh-oh. you know um any any form of that uh i mean there's there's the obvious list of shit like mm-hmm. you know no contraceptives oh, <laughs> on the floor like i did in king star in king star yeah. king a lot you know i stuck in a lot of um, uh, subliminal messages in KSK. Um, but uh, yeah, there there's just like the the regular list, and then there's the strict list, and it's mostly the strict one that you have to really pay attention to.
1: Yeah, what what's the deal with the hidden messages? Because I didn't pause to find them, and I recall there was like some creepy face in the Goldilocks in the Three Bears episode, and I can't find it anymore. And I don't know if it was there or not to begin with.
0: Yeah. So what happens is like, um. I've been drawing in my sketchbook my whole life, you know, like not my whole life, but, but starting in junior high, I had a sketchbook. And in that sketchbook, I would not only draw, but I would write down shit people said, you know, quotes that I heard, things I thought were funny. Um, so that sketch, the, the the writing and the drawings became like kind of one thing on uh, one piece of art on a page. And so in my student films in college, I started adding like drawing like those same quotes uh, writing them in the animation. And it just became this thing I, I just kind of picked up and did, because it's just like, uh, you know, why not add your everyday life into the animation? Mm-hmm. So uh, I went ahead and did that in my professional life as well. I did it a little in King Star King, but um, I I just said, fuck it, I'm gonna go back to how I did it in college. And I just did all those sublim subliminal <laughs> messages like throughout the, the whole cartoon. And in yeah. fact, I'm hosting a competition Anyone who could find every goddamn subliminal message, I will personally draw them some elaborate drawing.
1: Okay, well, I found I guess most of them in the first episode, so I think I'm I'm already in the lead. Yeah, that's
0: it. Yeah, yeah, you probably are. No one has seen those episodes. Not many people have seen those yet? Yeah.
1: By the way, like, uh, is it was King Star King too vulgar to air on TV, or what, why didn't it go on Adult Swim?
0: So what happened was uh, about way through the series. <laughs> I got the call from Mike Lazo, that this was—he's like Mike Lazo is a Southerner, so he Mm -hmm. has a Southern draw—and he goes, "JJ, I gotta tell you, this is borderline porn." I was like, (laughs) "What?" And he's like, "Yeah, I can't air this on television." I'm like, "Shit, are you kidding me? It's my (laughs) whole dream to have something on TV." Damn. And and, yeah, so I was—if that rocked my life. And then he's like, "Look, this is what we're gonna do, JJ. We're gonna air this as." Adult Swim's first internet show. How about that? And I was like, "Well, you know, that's not bad. Who knows? It might something might uh, good might come out of this." So he went ahead ahead and put it on the internet as the first Adult Swim cartoon, and it did very well. Hmm. And then, without telling me, they started airing every episode at four a.m. When all the coke heads are coming down and the crack addicts are fucking sitting on their couches, uh, smoking their last yeah, and they're like, "Oh shit, it's time." What the fuck is this? And then right after my show, King King Star King, it'd be like, "Welcome to Steven Universe," (laughs) (laughs) because it was it was the it was my show was the last show on the timeline of uh, of Adult Swim's block, and a Cartoon Network would start right after it. So it was kind of like a, a, a big shock. And then what went and happened? Like they they canceled the show right after um, it premiered on television because they said it was too too sexual and too vulgar. And then what? It, I, I went ahead and submitted it on my own to the Emmys, and it won the first Emmy for Adult Swim animation.
1: Damn. Yeah. yeah. For uh for the fairy tale show, like um, <laughs> what was it like drawing without outlines?
0: Dude, that is a good fucking question. I'm glad you picked that up. I've had a ton of interviews and no one said that. <laughs> it's challenging as fuck. It's hard. God. Um, I was warned like, as soon like I was warned my whole development stage of 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 just like making cartoons and stuff. Do not do a cartoon without outlines because obviously having a blue character with a blue background it just blends in. Mm-hmm. So you're constantly having to check in with the background artist and then check in back with the character color color artist. And it just becomes this whole thing. After the first episode, the headache wasn't really there. You 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 get you start learning tricks, have a drop shadow that is black that'll pop the character out if the colors are blending too much, you know? Mm-hmm. All you have to do is like make it a burgundy instead of a red to, to differentiate a red character from the background character. So you start picking up these tricks, and um, yeah, it's it, the progression was King Star King had outlines, Trap Universe had color outlines. And then, um, fucking fairy tales just had no outlines.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, because like I've, I, think there's only like three cartoons that I can think of that have no outlines. So it's like mm-hmm. crazy that this show that seems crude <laughs> goes the extra mile just to have no outlines at all. Uh, to me, it feels yeah, like yeah. Uncle Grandpa without limits. That's what it, what I would compare uh, fairy tales to. <laughs>
0: Thanks. Yeah, I love Pete Browngaard. Yeah. But, um, yeah, a, a lot of the whole look of the show is based off of little golden books, mm-hmm. you know, And because I was just thinking of, like, what is the most charming, happiest thing that, that that people look through? And I just feel like, look, when I was a kid and I looked through little golden books and saw Mary Blair drawings, it, it blew my mind. I was like, whoa, this is awesome, and there's no outlines. And so that's kind of just where a lot of the inspiration came from. hmm
1: oh, so Yeah, so I was watching uh, your uh, crisp Uh, P, uh, interview and you mentioned a pilot you did for it, for a cartoon network, uh, stick and bones, sticks and bones.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. It's just, like I said, it's just like, I've done so many things. Some of them I forget. Yeah. Sticks and bones was, was, uh, it was crazy, man. It was like, uh, I pitched it to Craig McCracken, the creator of Powerpuff Girls. And, um, he went ahead and gave me the development deal with cartoon network. I was stoked. This, this cartoon was like so fucking awesome. And um, we developed it for about a year. And we showed it to Rob Sorcher, the, the head of Cartoon Network. And he's just like, whoa, this mini Bible, which is uh, – do, do you think your audience and your fans know what a mini Bible is? Uh, I, I'm sure – I think it's self-explanatory. Like, like a development Bible, right? Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Yeah, it's, it's exactly that. It's like it's like a development Bible. It's like it kind of tells you what it gives you character turnarounds, what the backgrounds look like, the whole like uh, just like pretty much the, the Bible of the show. Like, mm-hmm. here you go. Yeah. If you want to be a part of my show, just try it like this. So he looked at it, Rob Sorter, and he said, whoa if JJ Villard's fucking storyboards are are good, we're going to go straight to series and skip animation. Hmm. This mini Bible is so awesome. And I was like, yes, I'm going to storyboard the shit out of this thing. So I went ahead and storyboarded it. When I was done, they got back to me and they're like, we just bought this show called Adventure Time and it's way too similar to your show. Oh. And I was like, no! Fuck you, Pen Ward! <laughs> 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 <laughs>
2: oh... <laughs> God, damn! I'm like, so sorry.
0: You yeah. got a,
1: is there any like <laughs> images or footage available? Because it's not on YouTube
0: of this pilot, dude. I, I, um, that's funny. I have like somewhere. I have the mini Bible. Uh, I, I guess I could send it to you guys. But, oh yeah. I mean, it just happens in this in this world of creation that you could be making something in fucking. Bangkok and and uh, some guy in, in in Valencia California can be making something just as similar and it's just I don't know what it is brain waves creativity just like just like it just happens sometimes Man. look I know Penn I, I I went to school with him but we don't hang out we're not friends and, and I sure as hell wasn't hanging around his crew and he wasn't hanging around mine I just came up with the show Sticks and Bones about a group of kids that live on this fucking island and crazy shit goes down and um, yeah, it was it was it was just like Adventure Time. It was crazy. Damn. Yeah, I would love to
1: get some of those images or whatever you have available since I do videos on like failed sure. pilots and stuff. Yeah. yeah,
0: I'll try to find them. Um, mm-hmm. I've had like four computers since then, but I'll, I'll try to oh, find God. them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. One of my friends asked, like, hey, is it true that when you worked at Titmouse, you asked, like, hey, can I have the biggest office? And they gave you a warehouse.
0: (laughs) That's so funny. Yeah, they did. I had a fucking warehouse. (laughs) It was crazy. Can you explain (laughs) that? (laughs) <laughs> yeah i had it for like six months i was just like this giant warehouse and i was being respectful i mean i only had a few parties in there but, uh-huh. um, but for the most part it was huge and then chris Pranowski was so inspired by like my office area and he saw how happy i was he ended up turning that whole op- uh, warehouse into multiple offices so there was like like fucking 24 offices now in there and shit so Damn. uh yeah, it's it's crazy, but uh, that is that is so true. Whoever whoever told you that is has a uh, deep roots or and sources in in. in oh, oh, oh yeah,
2: Chris. <laughs> Surprised they had a warehouse lying around.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Yeah. yeah. Well, what happened is like Titmouse, There was there's two Tipmouses, and they're both pretty much next door to each other. One was an old ice cream, German ice cream factory, and the other oh. one. Was um, they sold Hollywood lights like the big lights that you can't that that's like really hard to manufacture, and so mm-hmm. um, uh, yeah. The, and then from those companies, it, they both turned into uh, animation studios, which was awesome, hmm,
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: nice, yeah. Like, let me see. I want a warehouse this. office, please. It's like that Simpsons <laughs> episode where uh, Bart buys a warehouse, uh, yeah, a warehouse for like 10 bucks.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
2: It was it was funny as
0: hell. Yeah. It's no her! No, please. They're not just grim. They're grim as f. Pinocchio, you killed this poor woman.
1: <laughs> by the way, the I see that um, fairy tales is by a, is a Cartoon Network production. Is there any difference between making a Cartoon Network production or an Adult Swim production?
0: Um, well, what happened was just like, uh, you know, I, I had been at Titmouse for five years and like I like change. And um, Cartoon Network re- uh, reached out their hand and asked me if, if I would like to make my new cartoon there. And um, uh, I was like, dude, that's crazy. That, yeah, dude, I love fucking Cartoon Network shows. Sure. So, um, so yeah, it was pretty much the facilities at, at Cartoon Network. Uh, they gave me um, uh, a work area. And, um, yeah, my whole crew met there and, uh, it was, it's awesome, dude. On my floor, there's a pancake maker. And (laughs) the first day, uh, like you just press this fucking yellow button and it makes three sizzling hot pancakes and you can put like, they got the little butter and they got the syrup packs. And the first day I I had those three, they were the best pancakes I ever had. And I said, I got to stop. I I will never eat another pancake from this fucking thing because I'm going to be, so fast by the end of this production <laughs> so uh yeah there's a there's a pancake maker and a and a coffee machine that literally makes i think like 27 different coffees whoa and they're all good people are really impressed by the coffees yeah even though i don't drink coffee the coffee maker is insane oh, on, that was on my floor yeah yeah i, I
2: want, want that pancake maker now
0: yeah i think Dude, that pancake maker is sick
1: <laughs> yeah like i think when a uh... Our friend Katrin showed us around Cartoon Network Studios. I think I saw that. It was like in the Powerpuff uh, floor. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's where it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But – Gotta um... go. <laughs> <That's>... <laughs> yeah. Well, each – I'll tell you this. Here's a here's a little inside scoop on, on Cartoon Network. Hmm. Every floor um, has its own little tree or vice, you know? So the mm-hmm. fifth floor has ice creams. like, And you can get ice cream sandwiches, ice cream bars – fruit bars whatever the fucking sixth floor has candy the fucking eighth floor has chips and shit i mean it's just like if you smoke pot you want to be a cartoon network man yes. because like you could just like binge on all the the the, the snacks they have there
1: forever mm-hmm. what would you say are yeah. your influences at least for uh fairy tales
0: um, I guess with fairy tales, like, uh, well, like I said before, it was Mary Blair. You know, um, it was definitely Tells from the Crypt because there's no reoccurring um, episodes or, or characters in Tells from the Crypt um, besides the Crypt Keeper. And by the way, just like the only reason it was called J.J. Villard's Fairy Tales was I was supposed to be the Crypt Keeper. <laughs> and um, we pitched it as I was going to be the host of the show. And um, I, I, they were going to i mean we had the character design done it was me in a in a dress that was just like linda blair's in the exorcist and it was going to be like <laughs> throw up down the front of it and shit and um and so yeah that was it that went on for a while uh but then like i guess mike Lazzo, he just he just cut it he just i don't like host. so uh-huh. he just like cut the host and and it was just like get right into the episode so um so tells him the crip was it was an in- influence i mean Gosh, so many shows. Uh have you have you guys watched Apple and Onion yet? Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, I like that show a lot. Uh, that was definitely an influence. And then um, I guess, I guess like, gosh, uh Ballmasters by Christy Caracas. Mm, yeah, I love and, that. Um, yeah, yeah, Mr. Pickles, uh, and then the new show, the new spin-off, which is Mama Don't Call Me Sheriff. Oh, Mama, call me sheriff. Is that how it goes? I think that's the hey. title of it. That was an influence, and um, yeah, yeah. There's there's tons of, uh, influences for the whole cartoon.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, you say you're you went under budget. Like, would you say the walk cycles saved a bunch of uh, money?
0: Dude, I I think the walk cycles saved a lot of money. This is what I really think. I you opened up this whole conversation with like you learned a lot from King Star King I did. What I put those uh, artists through with drawing Hank Waffles, um, who's like one of the protagonists, the King Star King. He's a waffle head guy with a striped jacket and and you know details on his faces. It's a lot of work to draw Hank Waffles, and I was like, fuck. I mean, we were always fighting to get shit in on time with King Star King. So I was like, whenever I get a new show. I'm gonna make the most simplest character designs you <laughs> can possibly come up with. Everyone's gonna love me. I'm not gonna have bad vibes from Korea, the animation studio, because yeah. they're gonna be like, they're gonna be like, oh JJ, these characters are so and I'm not gonna be like, fuck you, JJ, these characters are so hard to draw. No, they, these characters were like really, really simple to draw. And I, I think that helped with production and just moving everything along.
2: <laughs> That's <laughs> great. If if I may ask, um, when it comes to budgeting and stuff, since a lot of people seem to have misconceptions on where the budget goes, like stuff that moves more fluidly or whatever, um, how do you um, allocate budget and stuff like that when it comes to a show
0: like this? Well, um, obviously, like, the producers are the people that just, like, really understand how to split up the money, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, I'm just about, like... I, I think it's better to have an artist um, that you get along with more than an artist that's fucking superior at something that you do not get along with because having an artist that you do not get along with in production wears you out. And you're just like, Oh God, not so-and-so again. He's giving me shit. He's, he's trying to fight to have the character design this way. Just, just do it. Like I said, and, and please just like, let's, let's move on um, because yeah it's just like that could that could really um yeah create create problems with with money as well as like with the whole production um, mm-hmm. side but um gosh uh look first of all adult swim has really low budgets compared to cartoon network cartoons you know um yeah. i'd say we're a couple hundred thousand dollars less so as a creator of of an adult swim show, we wear a lot more hats. I'm the art director, the director, the animation director. I'm pretty much uh, composing the show with the guy. I'm not doing the music, but I'm giving him exactly the type of music that we want. And um, I did every storyboard, and I did uh, I, with with help. I I, I was like, there was me and one other character designer. So yeah, oh my God. <laughs> all those things start getting crazy. Cr- yeah
2: that's an insane amount of work Yeah, a lot of respect for it you is. there yeah oh
0: thanks yeah it's just like it you know it's it's 12 hour days almost seven days a week but um but uh yeah it, you know just like creators in general want the show to look so good and they have such a strong vision and so yeah they, they can be kind of picky and all that and it's kind of what happens sometimes yeah, yeah I mean, just a lot of collaboration working
2: together making sure everything yes. gets on in time yeah
0: yeah and you, yeah you gotta make sure your team's happy you know like i try to bring in well there was definitely the the snack cube which which i, I mean oh my god they had these new mega stuffed oreos that they were <laughs> putting in the in the snack cube every week and those Stings. things oh my god man those things they can, they can fuck up your mind the amount of sugar and you're like oh god. <sighs> shit's crazy so yeah and and just like i don't know bringing in donuts every other week was a good thing and 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 you know yeah, taking your artists out to lunch is kind of important as well yeah it's yeah cool morale yeah yeah
2: look best I've... way to somebody's heart is through their stomach
1: <laughs> look it's safer to like gorge on <laughs> no kidding <laughs> It's safer to gorge on, like, sugary stuff than, like, spicy food, because I can't resist that stuff, and the next day is usually just burning my my asshole open.
2: Yeah, yeah, no, you're, yeah, sugar's better, for sure. Yeah. I I can vouch to that. I eat nothing but spicy food during Mm -hmm. this quarantine. It's a nightmare.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, no kidding, man. It's, uh, Yeah. Yeah, all that stuff is is good. Yeah, it, the, the, your diet, especially as you get older, is important during the whole production too, because it can really like sw- swing your mood, you know, to mm-hmm. to happy, sad, angry, and yeah, you can just go nuts just basically. Yeah, and I'm diet.
2: sure they don't let you set up uh, uh, walkoms in the bathroom or anything. So
0: <laughs> that would have been great. I could have used that extra budget to do that. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> oh
2: God. <laughs>
1: Please. Yeah. So I run out of questions. Is there anything uh, left you want to say about um, uh, fairy tales?
0: Uh, Well, uh, the cast, I think, is the greatest cast ever assembled in animation history. (laughs) We have practically everyone is a legendary horror film character from real horror films, you know. Mm -hmm. And um, it was just like something I decided to do to help motivate me to get out of bed. So we got Freddy Krueger, Pinhead, uh, Linda Blair from The Exorcist, Finn Wolfhard from Stranger Things, Mike, um, Micah Monroe from It Follows, Millie Shapiro from Hereditary, Whoa. Elvira, Warwick Davis. I mean, when I show My people God. the IMDb page, they think it's a joke. I mean, <laughs> when they, see, they say RoboCop, is, why is RoboCop in your cartoon? And it was just because I really wanted to work with him, you know? Yeah. And so, like, uh, yeah, it's an insane cast, and, and um, it was a pleasure to work with all of them.
2: Mm-hmm. What an absolute power move. <laughs> yeah. Just getting all your support yeah, cuts.
0: <laughs> you know what? It kind of was, like, because I noticed when I did Trap Universe, I didn't have any uh, recognizable actors. It was just, I, I was all passionate and, and just wanted to honor cartoons for what they sh- really should be held appraised a for, which was using real like uh, character actors um voice actors and uh i didn't get the show and i'm like fuck what did i do wrong i didn't have any actors so this time i just went the complete opposite and i used uh famous people
2: you <laughs> assembled a better dark universe than universal did so congratulations on that one
0: <laughs> yeah yeah no kidding <laughs> yeah so uh yeah that was that but um yeah just besides that um uh, it's, 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 uh, it's a cool cartoon and, um, uh, tell all your fans, you got to stay up past midnight. To <laughs> watch it. So, stay uh, past your yeah. Bedtime, kids. Uh, yeah, no kidding. And, um, and yeah, that's it, man. It's, uh, yeah. Try to check it out. It's a, it's a unique show.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Will do. Will. Thank you so much for your time.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Hell yeah. Hell yeah, guys.
1: Yeah.
2: Take care.
0: And you have the best name of any podcast uh, we've had yet. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you.
2: Thanks. <laughs>
0: <laughs> JJ Villard's fairy tales. Congratulations. Premieres Sunday, May tenth at twelve fifteen. Only on Adult Swim.
1: I don't give a.